Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Show. Whether you are a seasoned investor or building a new real estate business, this is the show for you. Whitney Sewell talks to top experts in the business. Our goal is to help you master real estate syndication. And now your host, Whitney Sewell. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Today, our guest is Jonathan Way. Thanks for being on the show, Jonathan. You're welcome, uh, Whitney. Glad to be on the show. Yeah, I'm happy to have you on the show. And, and I know you're going to provide a lot of value to the listeners and from your experience. And, and I'm looking forward to getting into our conversation. But real quick, I want to remind the listeners to go to lifebridgecapital.com where you can connect with me personally. And I hope you'll also go to the Real Estate Syndication Show Facebook group where you can connect with experts like Jonathan. You can ask questions and you can submit questions for me to ask on the show and uh, connect with other people in your network and keep growing your business. So a little about Jonathan. He is a CPA involved in multifamily syndication and he loves to travel. So Jonathan, give us a little more about, you know, who you are, what you're up to, and let's dive into how you got your first deal, your first syndication. Oh yeah, sure. So my background is professionally, I work for a big four, PricewaterhouseCoopers. I went to uh, Rutgers University. I'm a, I'm a CPA and I'm a New York CPA and I have a master's degree in taxation. And I was working in Pricewaterhouse and I work in numerous Wall Street firms during my career. And during that time, I read, I think everyone read uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki. It changed my life. I decided to pursue real estate part-time. I bought condos in New Jersey and I bought a portfolio of three of them. And I decided to go to Philadelphia to fix and flip some homes. And I was really, really love real estate. So I decided to look into getting to a larger scale. I got a Michael Blanc's book and I got his SDA analyzer. And I decided to join his mentorship program to get some guidance and mentor to go bigger and faster. And that's how I got to multifamily space. Okay. So, you know, let's break that down a little bit. But you read Rich Dad, Poor Dad and realized, okay, wait a minute, this real estate thing could really provide some wealth, right? Yeah. And pursued real estate. But you started with some condos. Is that right? Yeah, some condos in New Jersey. Um, I used to live in Princeton, New Jersey. I bought a few condos in the area where I live because I felt I can go there myself, be the handyman, watch some YouTube videos and fix some, you know, some items and I could be a handyman. So, and then I decided to go to Philadelphia, which was actually at the time, it was a very cheap property, I think 50000 for like a row home and property tax was only $200 a year. So I decided to go fix and flip some homes in Philadelphia as well with my friends. Okay. So why not keep doing that? Why specifically get into multifamily syndication? Because I felt that when I was working as a CPA doing taxes, it's a very stressful environment in the Wall Street environment. And even though I climbed to the ranks and became like the head of tax, I decided that I wanted financial freedom. I read Michael Blanc's book. I saw his SDA and I realized I need a mentor to go big and learn multifamily space. I couldn't do it on, on my own. So I joined this program and I decided to get a mentor and scale. And right now I have 136 units as of right now. Wow. Okay. So you hired a mentor. You know, how long from the time you hired a mentor to the time you found your first deal? Yeah. So it was in September of 2018, I joined and I got on the contract in, I think it was May of this year of 19. And that was my second actual deal as a GP. My first deal was raising capital as a general partner for another deal in Atlanta, Georgia. So this is my second deal, but my first deal leading the syndication from A to Z. Nice. That's quick. I mean, yes. I find that most people aren't able to 
you know, do a deal that fast, even after having a mentor and I, you know, congratulations on that. So tell me about how did you narrow down to the mentor that you chose? My mentor is uh, Drew Whitson. He's a great guy. I love him. And I think he's... Uh... I mean, just like you chose Michael Blanc, great guy, great program. But there's so many. And I get that question often about, well, how do I know which program to join? And I just wondered, you know, what the factor was that said, okay, you're going to go, you know, with this program. Oh, because um, I read his book and I saw the SDA and I saw his videos. Mm-hmm. And he looked like, you know, looked like a good mentor and incredible. So I decided to join his team to get more experience. Now at the time, Great. I only knew him and another person, and I compared him against another person. That's why I decided to join Michael Monk. Okay. No, great guy. I just wonder, because I get that question all the time. But yeah, great guy and program. But, you know, so now walk me through, you know, how you found this deal. Uh, I found this deal because when you're part of the program, they say, oh, you have to always contact brokers. You always have to do your networking and meet people and meet for coffee. So through my networking, I found this great broker, Chris, and he was looking for me. And he said, I got a great deal for you. I got two deals for you. And out of two deals, I analyzed the off-market deal. The one that I like was more stabilized. It had like around 90% occupancy. The other one was like around 40%. So I decided to take 90% occupancy one. And I underwrote it. And it seemed like a good deal. And I submitted an offer, an LOI, which was uncomfortable. By the time you use under like 100, 200 deals, you get comfortable with the numbers. You have a sense of what's good or not. And you submit an LOI, which is a natural progression. Okay. So tell me, you know, if you hadn't had a mentor... You think you still would have found that deal at that time and been able to close it? No, because honestly, the mentorship program elevated me and I needed also a KP, a guarantor, and my mentor was a guarantor. And I needed someone to help me make sure that my underwriting is correct, guide me through the steps and teach me of the first deal. So that was very important to me to get my first deal done with a mentor. I didn't want to do it alone. So No, that's great. And I couldn't agree more. same way. I hired a mentor and it's just really pushed me much faster. It gives you more confidence, right? I mean, because yeah. you have somebody kind of looking over your shoulder, yeah. you know, that's been there and done that. Yes. So tell me a little more about the deal. How many units and where it was located? Sure. This is, was in uh, the city uh, metro area and it's 56 units with a commercial office space. So that space was like a thousand square feet, which I'm going to rent it out to someone to use. There's extra bonus. And the investor was a hotel owner. So he didn't know how to manage it properly. So it was an opportunity to come in, value add the property and increase the rents, maintain the expenses, put up a professional property manager and turn it around and like, you know, so we exit out in that deal. We're talking five years on that deal. So what was it, Jonathan, that you saw you know, in the old management that was poor enough that allowed you to see value that could be had? Uh, I noticed that he had inadequate experience and did not know how to properly run the property. She was basically an amateur, given a lower rent scale and given very low payroll, say, I want you to manage the property. However, I noticed that, you know, there was a lot of deficiencies in certain areas, rents were very low, and she couldn't get the occupancy the way that, you know, ideally should be ran. So uh, there's an opportunity for me to increase the value, you know, put some paint, refresh it, put some, um, you know, amenities outside outdoor barbecue to increase the awareness and the brand of, of the community. Okay. And I meant to ask you also about, you know, you said finding this deal, it was off market. The broker gave you a couple couple of deals and you analyzed them and this one had 90% occupancy and you like this deal better. But how did you build that relationship enough with that broker that he, you know, since you had no experience in syndication, why did he give this deal to you? I think it's because he sees that uh, I'm genuine, and I'm hardworking. He sees that I'm a tax professional, that I am more senior level, like, you know, Directed and above, 
that he sees that I'm more serious and committed. So he trusts me. He believes in me. And uh, he knows that I'm willing to scale to a very high level. So he wants to work with me and his team. So. Nice. Okay. And so, you know, I meant to ask you too, you know, like you had done some condos, you know, and then, you know, maybe a few flips, but then, you know, going into the syndication model, I hear all the time, you know, people are fearful, right? They're fearful to go up to the, you know, to doing large apartment buildings. Well, you know, what was key to you to, I mean, to being able to do the next deal as a large apartment complex and go through the syndication model, you know, after not doing any kind of commercial property before? Yeah, I think a lot of it was my mentor and a lot of it also was the fact that I had family and friends who supported me. So I told my relatives, I said, I'm going to multi-fiber syndicate this deal. Do you want to support me in my endeavor to do this? And it's like, yes, we will. And they you know, put a lot of capital into the deal. So a lot of my uh, closest family and friends supported me and gave me the faith. And then, um, you know, me being kind of like a born leader, because I've always, always been directing and teaching and leading in my, in my role as a tax director and head of tax for the Americas. I took that on as a challenge. And I said, I'm going to syndicate this deal. We're going to make a smooth transition. We're going to have a laser focus plan, how to value add. And uh, that's what I did. I took it on and, uh, and that's how I got to be successful. And this is actually my second deal. My first deal, I raised capital and I raised capital to help close the deal on Atlanta deal. So I helped save that deal as well. Nice. So tell me about, you know, raising capital for the first deal. You know, how did that go for you and what did that look like? That deal was very interesting. That deal was a um, 34 unit asset. It was in Douglasville, Atlanta, which is outside of Atlanta. And uh, it was a student of Michael Blanc who needed some assistance to raise capital. So my mentor, coach, said, I need you to help her raise the capital. I said, okay, no problem. I'm going to take a challenge because I'm looking for deals as well. And uh, I raised my hand and then I went out and went to all my contacts. I went through all my phone book. And I kind of each one said, I have a deal in Atlanta. It's a great growing area. Would you be interested in investing in in this offering, which is a 34-unit townhome? And uh, we're going to value add the deal. It's a beautiful area. I show them the deck. And a lot of them really expressed interest into it. And I was able to raise, you know, a certain portion of money for her to close the deal. And I'm very happy I can help her in that way. Nice. So what kind of response did you get? You know, did these people know that you were already in real estate? Did they know that they were going to have this opportunity or was this the first conversation? It was actually the first conversation for raising money for multifamily syndication. They know that I did real estate. They know I own three condos. They know I did fix and flips and totally. But they didn't know that I bought large commercial buildings. So some of them were very fearful because, you know, you go ask them, do you have $50,000 to come commit to the deal? You know, they're very fearful, right? So a lot of them will ask you a lot of questions and they want to vet the deal. They want to see you have a track record. And so that's where, you know, Michael Blanc and his team came in. I said, we have Michael Blanc, we have the team, we have experienced syndicators who have track record. And I'm here, my role is to help raise money and raise capital. That's my role. And some of my friends did come invest in the deal. And we're able to close on time. Okay. So, you know, when you're talking to those investors, and I know, you know, obviously they have lots of questions, but specifically like the tax benefits, you know, obviously, you know, you're a CPA. Could you elaborate on how you expressed, you know, there's the tax benefits that they would gain through investing in this deal? Yeah. So in a multifamily space and a syndication, you get excellent tax benefits because versus a single family house, while you do get some tax benefits to do depreciation, it's more on a smaller scale. Whereas when you do a larger multifamily syndication, you can use cost segregation. We're under the Tax Cuts Jobs Act, the Trump reform rules. You're able to accelerate once to 100%, from 50% to 100%. And you're also able to accelerate that in a cost segregation to put appropriate lives. So you can work with your CPA to determine 
what's the best scenario for you in that situation. And what it does, it creates paper loss for you in K1 through a K1 distribution. So it's a wonderful tool. So can you elaborate on what, you know, paper loss means? You know, we talk about that term all the time, but, you know, for somebody that's not maybe invested yet, or maybe they've never made a big investment into something like this, they may not know what you're talking about. What does that mean if you say paper loss? Sure. So paper loss means that, you know, phantom loss, basically. What it means is that you can take a non-cash event. Like, for example, let's say you buy a computer under the makers of 168, you know, depreciation, it's five years. There's a table IRS publishes five years. So you do, you do makers, modify cost acceleration depreciation. So you accelerate depreciation the first year and the second year is accelerated, but over time it gets lower. So in the front, the, the graph looks like accelerated and over time it gets lower and lower. So it's called modified accelerate recovery system makers. And then you do over five years. There's a period they, they tell you on the IRS table. So what you do is when you make the election to accelerate bonus depreciation, push it to forward to the, the earlier years, it could be year one, so fully expense, 100%. Or you could push from 27 and a half years residential real estate into a five-year bucket or a seven-year bucket based on the cost segregation analysis done by the firm. So what it does is that you accelerate the deduction so that when your deduction exceeds your income, you get a loss due to mainly because of depreciation rules. And when you get a loss, you don't pay no tax on the losses, but you get a, so depending on your situation, you can get a benefit for the losses in the current year. Nice. So, Jonathan, what's been the hardest part of the syndication journey for you? The most difficult part, I think, is raising capital because it takes time, it takes trust, and it takes a series of steps that I learned to get pre-commitments of the, you know, $5 million. And some of the steps is basically branding your brand, social media, creating a nice branding. They want to know you, creating your own meetups, which I have done in locally in Dallas. I do monthly webinars with experts talk about different topics like cost segregation or um, you know opportunity zones, and I do that monthly. And uh, get your brand awareness out there that you're a multi-time syndicator, you're part of a team, you have a track record, and people take you seriously, know who you are, then you get recognition, and then you be viewed as an industry expert in your field, and that's how you build your followers. Because once you add value to them, like how you add value in your podcast. You're giving value add to your pod, to listeners and your podcast, then you become a credible industry thought leader platform. So that's what you do. And that's how you build your brand, build your establishment, and that's how you get past investors ultimately. Sure. So, you know, how are you preparing for this potential, you know, downturn that everybody's talking about? Yeah, also about this recession, but we no one really can predict when it's gonna happen. And for me, you know, I just do my best to underwrite conservatively. I can't predict the future, but I know multifamily is very safe. The default rate is very, very safe, less than 1% in 2008, the Great Recession. So I am not as concerned as other people. And I just unwrite very conservatively, find good deals. And I know that I will produce good value and make excellent returns for my investors. And what's a way that you've recently improved your syndication business that we could apply to ours? So some of the things that you can improve is, so one of the tips I will say is you always got to underwrite conservatively and raise a little more especially in capital raising, because you never know if the person is going to wire the money at the last time. And also communicate frequently and ask the right questions, meaning that you don't want to take an investor who has only $50,000 in a bank account, right? You want to make sure that they have enough capital to withstand and not starve, right? So you have to make sure that they understand that the risk, they have to understand that they have enough capital 
and they're aware of this issue. So communicate frequently, under conservatively, raise more money so that in case the person backs out, you have additional capital. And try to do it before you have the deal, so pre-commitments ahead of time, so you don't discriminate the last minute. And always have a team that you always train your team. So what I'm doing is I'm training my friends to raise capital, and I train them a specific manner to raise capital. Then I, I tell them after I train you how to asset manage. So you're training your team, you're building a team. So effectively, when you're leading a team, you you focus on a higher value deals, like you know broker relationships, the people you met, creating a branding. So you do more high level value. And you have a team that help you do the rest of the work. So it's building your, your system, building a team. That's what's very important to me. Very important part of the, the entire process. The syndication is a team sport yeah. for sure. Yeah. So what's your best advice for caring for investors so they want to return to the next deal? My best advice is, you know, be honest, be truthful, be transparent. You know, always communicate. You know, like I keep it monthly to them. And I like your idea as well. Like my, in California, I could fly to California, give them the checks in person. So it feels more personable. You know, get to know them a little more, understand what else they're looking for, and making sure that they're happy with the investment and happy with, with the team. That's what's most important. Yeah, I appreciate that. And you can't do that for every investor. You can't fly all over the place, but we did. We had a group that were really close together. And so we were able to hand out a lot of the first distributions in person and answer questions, which was great. So what would you say, Jonathan's the number one thing that has contributed to your success? I think it's hard work. It's dedication. And it's your mindset. You believe you can do it. You believe the sky's the limit. And you have to work hard every day at it and do what you're supposed to be doing. Like, you know, try to build your brand, try to create network, new meetups, and meet more people, and also find right partners. So it's very important that you find the right partner. So once you have a deal, and let's say it's, you need $10 million to raise, you need to find the right person to help you raise the capital as well. Because if you know that your friend can't raise that capital, you gotta find the right appropriate people who are more experienced can help you raise the capital and go on deals together. So you go further as you go bigger, as you meet the right people in team so that you can go faster and bigger. And how do you like to give back? I like to donate money. I like to uh, also help out in the soup kitchens. I like to uh, maybe give a meal to a fam Thanksgiving. You know, those are the things that I give back to the community. And I also have to coach and teach folks who want to interested. You know, they ask me their tax questions. I always try to help them in tax questions about investing in real estate. So that's what I do. There tends to be lots of questions around taxes, right? Yes. So it's yeah. nice to know somebody like yourself that's an expert in that field. But at the moment, tell the listeners though how they can get in touch with you in case they have a tax question or, or about real estate. Oh, sure. They can reach me, uh, send me an email, info at graystonecapgroup.com, G-R-E-Y-S-T-O-N-E-C-A-P group.com or my website. So you could reach me that way graystonecapgroup.com. Great, Jonathan. That's a wrap. Thank you very much. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Don't go yet. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I would love it if you would go to iTunes right now and leave a rating and written review. I want to hear your feedback. It makes a big difference in getting the podcast out there. You can also go to the Real Estate Syndication Show on Facebook so you can connect with me and we can also receive feedback and your questions there that you want me to answer on the show. Subscribe too, so you can get the latest episodes. Lastly, I want to keep you updated. So head over to lifebridgecapital.com and sign up for the newsletter. If you're interested in partnering with me, sign up on the contact us page so you can talk to me directly. Have a blessed day and I will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Syndication Show brought to you by LifeBridge Capital. 
LifeBridge Capital works with investors nationwide to invest in real estate, while also donating 50% of its profits to assist parents who are committing to adoption. LifeBridge Capital, making a difference, one investor and one child at a time. Connect online at www.lifebridgecapital.com for free material and videos to further your success.